Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Daniel Krinzel, who is the creator of Godspeed and the God Walk app software. Daniel, how you doing? Doing awesome. awesome. I'm excited to be a part of this. Yeah, man, we're excited to have you, and I'm excited to hear about Godspeed and the God Walk app software. So we'd like to jump right into it. If you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you'd like to do for fun, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, so I've always been an entrepreneur. So what I like to do for fun is actually be successful. I know that sounds kind of funny, but um, I've always had business. I've always been in business. I've always been an entrepreneur. And uh, as I create businesses and stuff, I buy toys. So I, I like motorcycles and race cars, and I got a bunch of stuff that I get to play with. I love it. I love it. What was your first business? Are you one of those, like, I was five years old selling lemonade on the street or... Yeah, I was a little older than that. I was 13, um, but I was I was mowing lawns. So I lived in Ohio. I grew up in Ohio, and I had Dan the Man's Lawn Service. Okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Well, tell us about Godspeed and the Godwalk app software. What do you spend your days doing? What is it? All that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, it's just kind of a story behind it. Is it okay if we kind of fill in the blanks with the story and how it kind of came Please about? Do. Jump into it. Okay, cool. So like I said, I've always been in business my whole life, and I was very successful in the mortgage business. I actually had a 22-year career, and very successful, and then 2008 happened to where the real estate market kind of flipped upside down, and we went from making all this money to nothing, and I, I, I lost everything. And it wasn't the real estate market's fault. It was my fault. I wasn't really willing to, to, to make the shift to be able to make money in that business anymore, and I went from, you know, making hundreds of thousands of dollars in a month to making nothing overnight. And um, it was rough. Lost everything. Um, She left. She took the kids. All my cars got repossessed, you know, bankruptcy, foreclosure, everything. And uh, I was on my dad's couch living there for two years uh, alone and and heavily drinking. I wanted to, like, numb the pain to me. Like, I could not feel it. And uh, one morning, God spoke into into my mind when I woke up and he told me to stop drinking and I was done. And that was July 7th of 2010. I haven't drank since. So a lot of things happened since then that kind of brings me to, you know, to today, not drinking. It's been amazing. Okay. Okay. So you haven't drank since, and that was July 7th of 2010. Is that right? That's right. Love to hear it, man. Congratulations. That is amazing. Thank you. First off. And second off, what did that process? So you stopped drinking, you're still on your dad's couch. What was the process back to being successful? That thing that you enjoy. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm sitting there on the couch that morning, you know, usually I'm like starting to drink and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get my stuff together. Like what, what am I going to do? And I really got to a point to where it's like, I've got to start building some more business. So I, I got into a network marketing company, um, was massively successful in there. Um, built a huge team. I was one of the top executives, had, you know, thousands of people on my team and was making, you know, very high level money as, as they would call it, you know, I, but it wasn't the money I was used to. 
So I was making money. I, I got my own place. I got the custody of my kids back. Uh, I'm sober. I'm, I'm showing up as a father, um, you know, the way that I need to. And then it was, it was, it was a decision that I made. I had to get back in the mortgage business. So I did that. And as I was, you know, sober running loans and, and doing the things that I know I'm, I'm really good at the, the owner of the company, the mortgage company I was working with at the time, he told me that, uh, he's going to offer me a, an ownership position in the company. Uh, he didn't want me to go anywhere because I was doing so well. And so, uh, he gave me a, a piece of the company and a stake in the company. And, um, I just was running and, and making, you know, some serious money. And, um, then there was a morning where, you know, it, it, it all, it all changed forever. It wasn't like a bad morning. It was, it was, it was a, a morning of, you know, five 30 in the morning. It's the seventh day of the month. I'm, uh, I'm in my office by myself. Um, I have my own building, Timmy, like th- this was like large, right? Yeah. Um, got my own teams and my, and my own employees and everything is amazing. And, uh, I look at my account seventh day of the month and I'm looking yesterday's deposit. There was $131,000 deposited into my account. So that was the sixth day of the month. So that was six days worth of commissions for the month. So I made $131,000 in six days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is great. You know, this month I'll probably make a half a million dollars this month. Uh, not this year, this month. I'm like excited, right? And then I feel myself like selling myself to feel good. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, I'm supposed to feel good. Why aren't I feeling good? And uh, I prayed. I'm like, God, what is going on? I have the cars back. I have the motorcycles. I have the kids. Everyone's happy in my family. Like, I don't owe anybody any money. Like, everything is great. And I've got a lot of money in the bank and there's more money coming in. And I'm my own boss. Like, I don't answer. Like, what is going on? Why do I feel like this? And he spoke into my heart again. And he said, son, you're done. You're done closing mortgages. You're out of the mortgage business. And I'm like, Timmy, I'm like. Uh, God, you know, I'm pretty good at this. (laughs) What what do you mean? Like I'm done. I'm pacing in my office at this point, like walking back and forth and I'm literally speaking out loud. And then God's voice is booming into my head, answering every single, you know, question that I have, every single piece that I, that I, that I, the conversation is back and forth. It's the craziest thing ever. It's like the conversation when he told me to stop drinking, same voice. It's actually the seventh day of the month, many years later, but it's like the seventh. I don't know what it is about the seventh, right? The seventh is coming up here in January. So we'll see what happens, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm having this conversation. I'm like, God, uh, that's great. Sounds great, but I'm really good at this. I got a lot of stuff that I've got to take care of. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Cause I remember when you told me to stop drinking, like my life exponentially changed, like for the better. Um, so I don't know how this looks. And then like the connection was broken and, and our conversation stopped because my team started filing in at this point. So, you know, I, I wasn't going to be walking in the, uh, in, in the bullpen area of the, of the office, you know, talking to God as, as my team was walking in, they'll think I lost my mind. Right. Yeah. So I went about my day. I start, you know, selling the way that I built my, my day was I just got to sell mortgages. My team closed them for me was very exciting. We would bring in anywhere from, from two to five new deals every day. Um, I would be selling them and then the team would close them and then I would sell them and they would close them. And all I would do would just be selling deals and really not like selling deals, like a used car sale, but I'd be building relationships with families. 
and they would, they would trust me and they knew that I would there to, to help them and, and serve their needs with their, with their mortgages. So it was a very great thing that I had built. And the first day after, you know, after this, after this conversation I had with God, I didn't sell anything. Like it was one day I remember where it was like, everyone was saying no to me. Like, what's going on? Like, what do you mean you're saying no to me? The second day I'm like running and gunning on the phone. Like, you know, talking to these, these families, all new families. Like I just got them lined up and they're like, no, we're going to go somewhere else. Your fees are too high or your rates too high or this, or, like, I don't hear this stuff ever. I'm like, well, what's going on? Third day I'm in the morning doing the deal and it, it still knows. So I literally lost in like two and a half days, like 15 or 10 deals that I should have, you know, started. Like I'm not closing anything. And I look at my calendar and it's like a chiropractor appointment that I have set. It's every week that I have it. And it's like maintenance. Like it just like gives me energy. So I always go to this one chiropractor. So I go there and I'm like excited. I'm like, I got to get the hell out of the office. Like I can't close nothing. I can't sell nothing. Like everyone's like saying, no, like I got to get out of here. So I go to my chiropractor's appointment. I'm in the waiting room. God speaks into my mind again. He says, delete your database. And I'm like, what? He's <laughs> like, delete your database. And I'm like, and we were just talking, you know, off air about, you know, databases and, you know, building up everything and building up audiences and all the stuff. Like I had 22 years of this, Timmy, like 22 years of my blood, sweat and tears. And uh, I just remember this. I'm like, what do you mean delete my database? He's like, you're done. Delete your database. And I'm like whispering because I'm in the waiting room. Yeah. I'm whispering. He can hear me. And then he's talking back to me. And I'm like, um, I don't know what to do. He's like, delete your database. That's what I just told you. That's what you do. He's like, isn't it weird that you haven't closed a deal or a new deal in two and a half days since we had this last conversation? I'm like, oh my God. He's like, you're not going to close another mortgage. I won't let you. Like, delete your database. I'm like, Okay, fine. I have tech that's like very high level. I've been in the business for 22 years and I'm not a techie guy, but I, but I am pretty savvy when it comes to systems and programs. And I'm very strategic on how I build things. So I had my whole database on my phone, like literally in, in, a, in a website, in a CRM system that I had. I hit delete for everything, all records. Then I go to the trash and hit delete. It's gone, man. Like I have no opportunity to have anything. I have no leads. I have no notes, no past clients, no new clients, like needing to re up on their mortgage or like change their mortgage or, you know, they're ready to move in six months. I'll just call them in four. Like none of that. It's all gone for 22 years worth of this. I'm freaking out. I'm in fear. And then the chiropractor calls me back and he's like, all right, we're ready for your adjustment. Come on back. And I'm like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I lay on the table. My body's like erect like this. And the guy is the same guy that works on me the whole time. He's like, push on me. He's like, you have a lot of stress in your life. You're really tense. I'm like, dude, you don't even understand like what's going on. He's like, oh, tell me. He's trying to like doctor fill me. I'm like, dude, we don't have time to discuss what just happened in your waiting room. He's like, oh, no, tell me. I'm all ears. I'm like, no, we're not having this conversation. So he does his adjustment. I leave and, you know, it, it, literally the rest was history with the mortgage business. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. And so then did you immediately start working on Godspeed and God, the God walk app software, or did you have like a period of silence? Like how did that come to form? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what happened. I, so I go back to my mortgage office with no leads, no database. I walk into my, into my office and I shut the door 
and I'm in like the big corner office, right? Yeah. It's comfortable. I shut the door. It's not comfortable this day. I sit in there and I'm like, okay, God, I'm starting to pray again. I don't usually like pray like this in my office, but now I'm like, this is like, like, I need to know, like, what's going on. He's like, uh, just go home, spend some time with your kids and tomorrow wake up early and walk with me. Just go for a walk with me. And I'm like, okay. So this is kind of how it came. I'm like, all right. So I, I go home. I, I never go home early. It's like two o'clock. I'm like home. And everyone's like, oh, you're home early. I'm like, yep, I'm home early. They're like, what happened? I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm just playing with the kids, right? Just hanging out with my, my little boy. Well, two of my boys were at the house that day and the little girl were just hanging out. And uh, the next morning I wake up early and I'm not like a park guy. But for some reason, I was like drawn to go to this specific park. So I go to the park. It's hot. It's Vegas. It's really hot. I'm walking around in the park and I'm just like having a conversation with God. And literally, I start going back and forth, um, asking God questions like, how am I going to not close mortgages anymore? Like, I've got this lease that my name is on. I've got this. I've got that. I've got all these things like, God, what am I, you know, how am I going to do this? And he's giving me like bits of information. It's not like a clear conversation. He's giving me pieces. So I get the pieces. I go back to my office and then I'm like thinking about what I'm supposed to do with like what he told me to do to like deconstruct this business. Right. Um, the next day I walk, I, I, I show up to the same park. It's early in the morning. Like the sun's barely peeking up. It's, you know, five something in the morning and I'm walking and he starts talking to me again. And then I started to notice that like, as I'm more strategic with the questions that I ask him, the, the answers are better. Like the clearer my question is, the clearer the answer is. So I started noticing this and I'm like a real strategic guy. Like that's how I built a lot of, like, that's my favorite word. I built business out of being strategic, like doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. So I'm like, okay, God, um, like, obviously this is not like a money problem. Like I don't have a problem making money or paying the bills. I never have. I was 13 years old making money. Like I bought my first car when I was 16 with cash because it was my money because of the money that I made with my business. Like I don't have problems making money. But it's like a purpose problem. Like, like I'm doing something wrong. I could just tell. Because you stopped me. You're like blocking me from the mortgage business. There's a reason for that. So I started asking the question, what, what is my focus? What is my direction for my financial purpose? And that question started opening up floodgates of God, like giving me like coaching and revelation. He would like literally give me paragraphs of downloads of just, and I would like hear this in my head. And it came so fast that like I decided to pull out my phone and, and get to like a note section on my phone and then hit the, the voice to text. And I started speaking what was coming to me. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't God's voice, but it was God's inspiration with my voice. He like would, would, would give me all this stuff and then it would be like almost like a flow state. I'd be walking, wouldn't be sitting, I'd be walking. No one would be around because it's early. Like people don't wake up that early in Las Vegas. Like usually they're going to bed around that time. So like I'm alone, right? And I'm just like in this flow state, Timmy. And I'm like talking and he's like, I'm like, okay, so how do I get out of this lease? And he's telling me and it's, it's like, he's like, call, call the president of the company to tell him you're giving him your pipeline, your active pipeline. And in return, you want to be, you want him to take over the lease. I'm like, wow, that's a great idea. I would never think about that other than like I'm giving all this money away. 
I won't have any ramifications on a lease. Like, okay, great. That's solid. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like speaking this as he's telling me and I'm like getting these big paragraphs um, in like my note in my phone. So as I'm like deconstructing and starting to build things, God is like speaking into my mind every morning as I'm walking with him. And he's telling me exactly what steps to take to a point to where one morning he's like, all right, son, I'm proud of you. Now you're ready. You're ready to actually know what your financial purpose is. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) tell me what's my financial purpose. He's like, you're supposed to find the alpha men, the alpha men that are out there. And you need to connect them with me. You need to connect them with me so they can figure out how to find their financial purpose, how to, you know, have their body and health full of energy and strength, how to lead their families. You're going to find these masculine men and you're going to teach them how to lead, you know, their, their families, their companies. They're going to change the world as they're connected with me because they're going to be told exactly what they're supposed to do from me. And you're going to build this inside an app. So he's like telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. And literally like the God walk at came from this, this flow of me, you know, talking with God, like asking him and following him and, and him telling me to do something, me doing it. And then me asking more questions. And it was like, literally like every step that he told me to take, I would take it. And then there was the next step right after it. So it didn't happen all at once to answer your question. It, it happened like in stages and it's been amazing ever since. Gotcha. Yeah. I love that. I love a good walk with God too. That's awesome that that is um, kind of where it came about and where you were able to enter prayer and hear his word. Just curious. So how do God speed and the God walk app software, like are they paired up? Are they two separate things? Yeah. About that. So God, so God explains to me, he said, what you're going to do for these men that actually download the God walk app and they actually are walking with me, they're going to be able to operate in God speed, not human speed. And I'm like, explain, (laughs) like, this is huge. Like, tell me like more. And so he's explaining to me that when people are in human speed, like, like we only can operate on like what we know, like our own conception of what we think we're supposed to do or what marketing we're supposed to do, or what sales we're supposed to do, or what fulfillment we're supposed to do, or what workout we're supposed to do, or what diet we're supposed to do, or how we're supposed to show up for our families. Like, it's only like our conception or what we know. Like with coaching that we've gotten, or experiences from our parents or our surroundings, like that's that's human speed. Like that is like our understanding of life. And he's like, so people can operate in human speed and they can continue to just, to crawl, you know, in human speed, he goes, or you can connect them with me and they can operate in God speed to where I will tell them every single strategic step to take to be able to get exactly where they need to go. Like in their business, in their body, in their relationships, like I will give them everything. And I'm like, Holy crap. So what God speed is and God speed with Daniel is the company that actually is the opportunity for men to be able to connect with God directly and be able to operate in God speed. And the way that they do that is I'm not the guru. I'm not the coach. I'm not going to tell them what to do. I'm not going to tell them how to market or how to sell or any of that stuff. I'm not going to close a mortgage for them. I'm not doing any of that. What I'm going to do is, is I'm going to help these men 
download the Godwalk app. And then once they download the Godwalk app on their, on their phone, on their Android or their, their iPhone, they literally can start walking with God because everything inside the app is there for them to have this direct connection that, that I've learned and, and, and built this rhythm around to where they can operate on God's inspiration, God's coaching. So they will be in God's speed versus human speed. Hmm. I gotcha, man. That is awesome. Yeah. So yeah. tell us about the app. When, if I were to go yeah. download it right now, when I get into it, is it just going to track how long I walked with God? Is it going to give me scriptures no. to meditate on during the, like, yeah. what is the app? Yeah. It's such a concept, isn't it? It's like, Whoa, okay. It sounds great, but what is it? Like, that's exactly what you're asking me. And um, I get that question a lot. People don't understand. This is not like a, like an opportunity where there's like this, this AI to where like, you know, you throw a name or a word in there and then like it finds a Bible verse and gives it to you and read this and meditate on it. Nothing like that at all. Like I'm not a Bible thumper. You read the Bible. Great. If you don't read the Bible, great. This is about you talking with God. There's no rules about this. There's no box. There's no religious box. If you're religious, great. If you're not religious, great. Like that doesn't matter, but you talking to God is what matters. And the only requirement for this to work, the first requirement is you have to believe that there is a God or there's something bigger and better than you. That's the first requirement for it to work. So if you think that you're the baddest man on the planet and you don't need any help, then you should stop listening. <laughs> because, fair. I, you know, I, let's just be real. This is not for you. But if you know that there's something bigger, there's something better, there's something that can guide you to be the man that you need to be then this is what it, what it is. So I developed like this rhythm inside, inside my walks, my personal walks. So I want to talk about that first before we talk about like the, the actual God walk app. Is that okay? We do that. Go for it. Okay. So I realized like there's a certain way to actually like harness or open the channel up for God's coaching to come in like clear and very efficiently. What I noticed is when I first started walking was I had to set an intention I just set an intention on what that God walk, my intention was for that God walk. Like, what's my goal or what's my outcome or what's my, what's, what do I want out of this walk with God? It's not, oh, I'm just going to go to the park and, you know, make sure I don't, you know, step in any duck crap. Like, that, that's not what this is. This is like, God, I'm walking with you today because I'm looking for the next steps on how to build this or my next steps on this or the next steps, whatever. But like, I'm setting the intention. I noticed when I would set an intention, then the walk would be way more efficient. It would be so strategic and God would literally open up way bigger because like I already set the stage. This is what I'm looking for. And knowing that it's not like I'm not putting orders, like God doesn't work for me. I work for God. So it wasn't like I was putting orders in and being like, I want this, this, this. That's not what an intention is. An intention is I'm looking to gain clarity on this. See, it's still like I need you, right? So yeah. that was number one, was setting an intention. Um, I noticed also that some of my intentions were fear-based, meaning it's like, I need to figure out how to shut this down. I need to figure out how to pay this. I need to figure out how to do this. I need to figure out how to you know, not use all of my savings to, to keep me afloat while I'm not closing mortgages. Like That's a fear-based intention. So what I noticed was is that, and, and you've probably heard this before, you can't be in fear and, and, and gratefulness in the same in the same mindset. It doesn't work. You yeah. can't have fear and, and be in gratitude at the same time. It just doesn't happen. So I noticed I'll set an intention and I'll get into gratitude. So how I would get into gratitude would be 
I literally would like the last 24 hours of my day, I would just mention to God and thank God for the highlights of the last day that I had. God, you know, I woke up this morning and my body feels like full of energy. Thank you for a healthy body. And, you know, last night I had some amazing time with the kids. My older son and, and I, we, you know, we were playing basketball together. It was amazing. We were racing, you know, our, our motorcycles together, whatever it was, like it was, it was amazing. And what it would do is it would put me in such a, a, um, a thankful position to where like there was no fear because it was, I was so filled up with just happiness, right? Enjoy. So I would do that. So set an intention, then I would get grateful and get into gratitude. And then the third piece of this rhythm, and this is all like by trial and error, like no one like told me to do this. It was it was, it was, I was just, I do it every single day. I've been, I've been connected to God for a long time, every single day. And specifically in the mornings when I do this, like there's something that happens and, and it's, and it's, he's like right there. Like I have a meeting with God every single day. Like I don't care what people say. I don't listen to people anymore. I listen to God. Yeah. Like that's all I care about. Like your opinion, like anyone's opinion, not just your opinion, Timmy, but anyone's <laughs> opinion, like. You know, that's an opinion. I'm going to check your opinion with God. And if God says to do that or to listen to that or to allow that, then I'll do that. You know, like that's, that's like my stance. So as I'm building this rhythm, I'm setting an intention, I'm getting into gratitude. And then I'm laying on the table, like what it is that, that where I'm at in all the areas of my life with God. Here's something I noticed. If we're not honest with God, like he can't help us. He can't help us at all, Timmy. Like, I know this for a fact. It's almost like, like, let's talk about like human speed, right? You hire a coach, okay? You hire a business coach and you tell the business coach, I want to make a million dollars over the next 12 months. Help me make a million dollars. Then the business coach says, okay, how much have you made in the last 12 months? And you say, I've made $475,000. He's like, okay, great. Well, you're almost halfway there. Let's talk about your sales. Let's talk about your marketing. Let's talk about your fulfillment. What are those three, you know, or all three, he's going to move those around to where, you know, he could double your income. But what if you only made $100,000, but you told your coach you made 475? Mm. That information he's going to give you to double your income versus 10 times your income is going to be completely different. Right, Timmy? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with God. Like God is the creator of everything. He knows everything. So if you go to God and you're like, God, you know, I need some help with, with my body. I, I like, I don't feel like full of energy and you know, I'm, I'm 10 pounds overweight when you're 50 pounds overweight. Like there's a problem. God, God already knows. So it's not like he's like, you can't fake God out. Like he will not take the head fake at all ever. But what God will do is, is he won't be able to give you the information that you need because you're not open to hear it. You're just not the information and advice can be completely different. So I realized that when I would tell God where I'm at, you know, in, in my financial purpose or in my body and health or in my relationships, it was like I was laying it on the table and being like, God, this is where I'm at. This is good. This is bad. And, and literally just like setting the stage and like knocking on the door of God's door to where the last rhythm part of, of, of me actually getting revelation and coaching from God would be asking him what the focus and direction is in those three areas. Like God, Here's my intention. I'm grateful. This is where I'm at. Where do I need to go? And in that rhythm right there that I created, 
was literally what we did for the Godwalk app. So the Godwalk app, when, when someone downloads it, what happens is they first have trading because you have to learn how to like get into a flow state. That's important. So uh, getting into a flow state, I'll give you like the, the, the bird's eye view of it, which is just going for a walk and clearing your head. That's like being in a flow state. Now you're not like tense. You're not like in the gym lifting weights. You're not like sitting down at a computer. Like you're, you're just out, you're in flow, you're walking. So you're, you're open. You're more open than you would be if you're sitting down. So that's, you're getting in a flow state. And this is like, in a, again, in the training, um, it, it shows everyone exactly how to do this. But when you're in a flow state, that's amazing because now um, you're open. The, the next thing that you got to do is, is you've got you've to set your intention. So inside the app that you literally hit the Godwalk app and you just hit Godwalk and you start walking with God, the questions are there specifically for you in the same kind of format that I shared with you already. It's going to say, what is your intention today for your God walk? And then there's a box. And then what you do is you hit on the box and you hit your voice to text and you just speak what your intention is. I don't want anyone typing with your thumbs or your fingers or, you know, on your phone with one hand, like none of that. You're walking, you're literally holding your phone right by your mouth as you're walking and you're speaking your answers. So you're going to look at your phone as you're walking, you're going to read it. Then you're going to speak the answer and it's going to record it. Then you're going to go to your second question. The second question is going to be in the last 24 hours, what are the top highlights? And then what are you going to do? You're going to speak the answer. It's going to get you into gratitude. Then the other answers are going to follow to where you're going to lay on the line or lay on the table, like where you are in your, your, your money, your body and your relationships. And then after that, you're going to get into this state to where you're going to ask God, you're going to read the question out loud. God, what is the focus and direction I need to have to maximize my financial purpose? And what's going to be amazing about that is when you're in a flow state, when you've set yourself up this way, he's going to speak directly into your mind. You're going to hear him. And when you hear him, all you do is you just speak what you hear. It's just, it's just a conduit. It's just a flow. And as you speak what you hear, Everything is recorded inside the app. So then once you're done, you can literally go back through it and review it and look at what the action items are for you to take for the day. And it's, it's the most incredible thing ever that I've, that I've ever been a part of. Like I've, I've been a coach. I used to coach realtors on lead gen and, and closing. I, I used to close a lot of mortgages. I, I've done a lot of stuff, right? And I've never seen anything that was like, so powerful and potent to a point to where it's, it's, there's no fluff here. Like, if you don't believe me, ask God about it. You know, like if there's something I said, you don't like, just ask God, he'll tell you, you know what I mean? Like, that's how beautiful this is. That's why I'm so fulfilled now. Like I was, I was Timmy, I was closing mortgages. I was making a lot of money and I felt like shit. Like I, I was not good, like at all. And, and now it's, it's like, I find that man that wants answers and, and they really want answers. I know where their answers are. It's not, I'm not going to give them the answers. I'm going to just show them where to get them. And, and, and God will give the answers better than any human can here on earth. Like there's no comparison. Like people like ask me, who's your competition? There's no competition. There's no one bigger than God. There's nobody. There's nobody. You go to church, that's not competition. That's just another highlight. Like, go to church if you go to church. If you don't go to church, don't go to church. It doesn't matter. Like, 
you just there's there's no comparison on having direct coaching from God directly. Like think about it for you. You know, you're building your business. Everybody's building their business, right, Timmy? Like you're an entrepreneur. I can tell. We we've spent a little bit of time together. Like if, if God told you exactly what to do for your marketing, do you think He would have some good ideas for you? He'd have some great ideas. One hundred percent. You think? Uh, yeah. You think God would give you a pretty good idea on how to make sales once you have your your audience? Absolutely. Where where you want it? Of course. Do you think God would help you with the fulfillment part of once you make the sale and you actually got to give them something? Think he'd help you with that too? I think he would. Yeah. So th- like that was like a no brainer for me. I'm like, oh my god, I am like so in. Like this is amazing to be able to do this. Yeah. So that's why I'm so fulfilled and so happy is because now it's 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 I get to put smiles on people's faces like yours. Like you're happy to hear this because this is you you've never heard this before. Like I I know this with confidence. I'm not even asking you like I already know. Like no one's talked to you about this before because this has been created directly from God. Like God needs this. God needs to find the men to lead their families. You know, yeah. he needs people to build business. He needs people to to be healthy. He needs people to 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 lead their wives and be fathers and you know all of the things that that we talked about today. Like he wants this. So the movement's going to be amazing. Here's a question. Do you ever encounter people who use the app or have you yourself ever encountered this situation where you do the God walk, you hear from God, and then you're like, nah, not me, not today. And then you disobey. Yeah. I don't disobey. A lot of people do. Mm -hmm. Now I say this with a lot of confidence. I do everything that God tells me to do. And here's the reason that I can do that because I built a muscle of trust with God. Mm. I built a muscle of trust with his rhythm. I know when it's God's voice or when it's my voice, I already know. I know when God's telling me something to do or my head's trying to play tricks on me. That's part of the training that, that is so powerful inside the God walk app is that's the first thing because people will go, no, that's not God. God doesn't want me to do that. Think about it for a second. Like close a you know, seven figure business down that's successful, that's in massive momentum, close it down. Oh, that's not God. That's, that's my head playing tricks on me. Like you got to understand who's who, right? So that was the first, the first way to answer your question, Timmy, is you got to know who's who. But once you know that it's God, um, once you start acting on what he tells you, you'll start stacking evidence. Like one of the first stacks that I would call it like evidence on listening to God and it being good for me and not bad for me was when he told me to stop drinking. I tried to stop drinking for years, even more than the two years that I was drinking heavily. Like once I lost everything on my dad's couch, like it was years before that I was drinking, I would drink to celebrate. Like, you know, I I close a hundred thousand dollar deal. I'd be like, yeah, let's go get drunk. We're celebrating. Right. Or if I missed that hundred thousand dollar deal, I'd be like, man, I got a drink, man. I don't even want to think about this. So it was, it was, it was, it was always drinking. So I couldn't stop. But the moment that he told me to stop and the moment that I heard this voice, the moment that he actually told me to stop and I listened, my life like went like this, it like exponentially grew because I was listening. So that was like a big piece of evidence. And then throughout the way, like there'd be breadcrumbs of things that he would tell me to do. Didn't make any sense. I still would do it because I knew it was his voice. And then it would be completely amazing. Like to get out of the lease, the way that he told me to do it, just as a, for instance, cause I told you guys about that, that was huge. 
to be able to do that. Like everyone won in the situation and, and, and I won too. I, you know, I didn't have to worry about it. Everyone was happy. Like I closed like my employees. I'm like, God, there's five people on my operation side that are full time that I pay monthly. Like my payroll was very high because they're all my people. Right. I'm like, they're fa like I had two people on my team out of the five that purchased their first home as a result of working with me and working inside the team because they're in the environment of selling mortgages. Right. Yeah. We have people like five people that were renters. Two of them got to purchase homes, you know, a year, two years, three years after working with me. Like we, we had a great team. Like they're counting on me to like pay them so they can pay their mortgage. Like this is not just a little joking around. I got to find a new job thing. It's like, wait a minute. So I'm like asking God, I'm like, God, what, how do I take care of these people? He's like, this is exactly what he told me. He said, when you call Greg, they, Greg wants every single person that you groomed. You have a better system than he has. He goes, so he'll take on all their salaries and he'll gladly take them all on under his wing. Every single one of them, but one and only by choice works for Greg now, all of them, hmm. except for the one went out on his own, which I bless him. He's amazing. Doesn't work for Greg, but all the four other ones do because because God told me like strategically, this is what I do. They were taken care of. So I have so much evidence that when I hear something that God tells me to do, like it's, sometimes it's scary, but you got to have the courage just, and you got to look back and go, he told me to do this thing, which was really uncomfortable. I did it and my life's better. He told me to do this thing and I was scared, but my life is better. He told me to do this thing and it worked. He's never given me the wrong advice is my point. So the more you're actually acting, the easier it's going to be for you. Hmm. And everybody else is listening. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I love it. And I love the obedience despite fear, too. It's like sometimes it is scary. But once you build up that trust, once you build up that evidence, it's like you just go for it. Well, yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Daniel, we, I think, have a pretty good picture of what Godspeed is in the God Walk app. But tell us about your dreams and goals vision for the company yeah. and your life going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the vision. The vision is, and this is like, um, this is like the next step into what I'm doing here. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of false press. There's a lot of bad things that are happening in our world and in our society and in the U S alone. And, and I love this country. And this is what I know. I know that when men, alpha men are walking with God and getting the truth, all of this crap that's going on in our world will disappear. All of it. Because when there's enough people connected to God, we're, we're, we're not going to take on any of this crap. Like the gender confusion, the, the let's take our guns away to defend ourselves. All of this stupid stuff that is just being pushed is, is horrible. And when people are connected to God and when enough men are connected to God, and that's why this message is for the alpha man. Like women are not going to change our world. Men are. Men are the ones that are going to defend our country. Like think about it like this. If we were to be invaded right now, we are in a very bad situation. Like if we had to go to war, like physical war with guns and, and not a nuclear threat. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. But if we had like a war, like a World War Three, but it'd be like looking like a World War Two, we're in deep trouble because our military is teaching our men to learn how to be nice to everybody. They're not even teaching our men in the military how to be tactical and, and defend ourselves and kill people. Like, that's a big problem. So 
my vision is to have, and, and this is what God is actually put in my mind and, and why I'm doing this in my drive is I need to connect enough men to God so they can be a part of God's army. We actually have an opportunity called men of God, which is God's army, literally connected directly to God like I am, to where we are walking with God on a daily basis. We're meeting every quarter. We're assembling every quarter. They have specialized training on a weekly basis to where these men of God are literally going to be strong men that are going to change the world. They're going to make the moves that need to be made in their community and throughout their states to, to make this world and make our country like safe again. Because right now it's not safe. So that's my vision. It's kind of a big, long answer. But, you know, the, the, the men of God and God's army um, is something that will change the world forever. Mm. So putting it succinctly, connect enough men to God so that they're part of God's army. That's the vision for your life. Yes. Yes. And there's two ways that these men can be a part of God's army. The first way and the first requirement is to download the God walk app. They got to walk with God. Like if they're not walking with God, like then our conversation just meant nothing because they have to walk with God. This is, this is not about us hanging out and being friends. This is not about anything other than you walking with God. That's first step. Um, those men that are walking with God, those men can, can, can apply to be a part of the actual men of God and God's army where we're meeting, we're, we're, we're spending time together and we're actually really working on world problems together. And those men are the men that are alpha men that are like, okay, there's a problem here. Like we could be evaded, invaded and I want to make sure that I can at least protect my family. Like I want to be able to make sure that, that, that I can build the business the way that I need to build it to be able to have the money and the profits to be able to, to be safe, you know, to, to have a body that's in shape, to, to be able to lead my family. So we're like a, a, a tight knit unit to where like, if there is a problem, like we're going to stay together. Like those men, they, they have to apply. Um, and, and we're not accepting applications yet. We will be soon for, for the men of God, but that is literally first step, download the God walk app. It's on the, the Android or the, uh, or the Apple you know store. And, and you can do it. And also the, the Godwalk app, it's $399. It's not free. The reason why it's not free is I need committed men that want to walk with God. If we were to make this beautiful app like we have, and it's everything you need to be able to get every single answer that you ever have looked for in your life, for your business, for your body, for your relationships, and it's free, you're not going to use it. So you got to put skin in the game. It's $399. When you download the Godwalk app, you can pay the $399. And then you'll be able to have all the training, all the God walks, and then all the recorded God walk logs. So you can actually implement everything God tells you to do. That's where we're at. There we go. There we go. So connect enough men to God that they're part of God's army. And they do that by downloading the God walk app, which is $3.99 and then applying be part of God's army, which is the group that you're a part of in your building to address real world problems, how God calls us to exactly yes there we go man i love it any other pieces of the vision that you want to speak to before we move on you know there's just there's just a lot of there's just a lot of things that are being you know programmed into society today and too many men and and and, and too many just families in general are are affected by this and it really hurts me to think that you know it's okay it's not okay like we have different countries that are the opposite of ours. What I mean by that is like, if you look at China for a sec, for, for, for a moment, do you know what they teach their men? First of all, it's the CCP, which is the communist 
um, that's the party, right? Mm-hmm. That party is actually teaching everyone that lives there that they have to be strong. They have to be strong men. They're not allowing the children to play video games more than three hours a, a week. And if they do, like, it's bad. They don't let movies portray men being weak because they want all their men to be strong. Why do they want all their men to be strong? So they can be strong in a battle. So they can take over the world. That's what they've been trying to do for 100 years. We look at society today in the U.S. What are we doing? The exact opposite. Hey, if you think you're a girl, but you were, you know, born with man parts, then you can be a girl. You can claim your gender. Are you kidding me right now? Like, how is that person going to defend us? Like, literally, someone, or, or be nice to everyone. Don't speak your mind. Don't say that. That will upset people. Are you kidding me right now? How is that going to protect our families, protect our land? You know, like the, the gun right thing. Like, I was never really into guns until I started walking with God. And God's like, you need guns. I got a lot of them now. And the reason I got a lot of them is because the second that I watch society try to take our gun rights away is the second that we can't defend ourselves. Back in the KKK land, do you know what they did to all black men? They took their gun rights away. Why? Mm-hmm. So when the KKK showed up in your driveway and they want to they kill you or take you or take your land or whatever, you don't have a gun to defend yourself. How convenient is that? You know, you have nothing. Think about it when, when it comes to the, the, the Nazi and Hitler. What did he do? He took all their guns away. Why did he take their guns away? So then when he went in there to take you, you couldn't defend yourself. Isn't it kind of obvious that the reason that they're trying to take our guns away again is so that if they come in or they try to come in or when they come in, we can't defend ourselves. Like that's like something I wanted to add to this when you, when you open it up to me, like we got to make sure like this is dangerous. This is not something cool. Like we're like one of the last countries on earth that have freedom. And that's something that everybody wants to take away from us. That is not a part of the U S so that's how I feel about that. Like it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think um, a lot of the narratives being pushed and just like, it's so removed from reality kind of to your point of just (laughs) like, yeah, it's all good to have conversations and do all this, but the second like stuff gets real and it hits the fan, everybody knows what's going down and how it's going down. And if you're not prepped for it, you're going to take the L that's hard. Yeah. What, What if someone knocks on your door and says, come outside government or not. And you don't have a gun. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What if someone knocks on your door and says, hey, nice house. It's mine now. And they have a gun in your face. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, that's reality. Forget about what everything is being pushed and all this crap about, you know, what we hear. Like, just think about that for a second. Think about if you had a Chinese army marching down your driveway. <laughs> yeah. It's a big problem. They're a little skinnier than us. I still love them. They're smaller than Americans, but they, they're tactically trained and they're mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and they know how to shoot guns. They know how to like kill people because they're trained to be men. They're trained to be strong men. Like we're the opposite right now. I don't like this at all. Yeah. I don't. So my vision is to make men strong, to make men know that they need to be masculine. Feminine is for women. 
Men are not supposed to be balanced. That's another propaganda bullshit that's like pushed out there. Like, oh, you got to be balanced and you got to have feminine and masculine together. No, you don't. God specifically has told me if you're a man, you're masculine. If you're a woman, you can be feminine. That's how it works. Have you ever noticed like when you have a girlfriend and she begins to get masculine, how like there's a rub right away. It's like, wait a minute, you're, you're trying to be authoritative to me? Like, that's not going to work. You got to respect your women, but at the same time, like, they're feminine. We're masculine. I mean, we could talk about that forever. We could. We could. And this will be the last point, and then we'll kind of move on a little bit because we got about 10 minutes left. But that's the whole thing. Okay. Like, it doesn't – respecting women and respecting, like, just because it's different doesn't mean there are different levels of respect, like yeah. a, a woman's role is very much just as much needed because they, they do stuff that we simply can't. And yeah, that's just the truth. And so I think when it comes down to it and people will be like, women want respect and that respect happens to be in the workplace. And, you know, honestly, a lot of these corporate jobs don't respect people anyway. But that being said, we're going to get off the tangent. We're going to come yeah, back yeah, yeah. to the show. Um, real quick, we're going to blow. I you. had a good time with you with that, though, Timmy. Like, that was great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm right there with you. So let's blow through these last couple of questions so we can get a, a little yeah. bit more out of you. And this might be an interesting question for you because I don't know how much um, it's going to resonate, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What are the top one to two skills that you need to develop right now to make this vision come true of getting men into God's army and making alpha men strong with your app and with your business? Yeah, so the one or two skills is, is not anything I need to develop. I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. The consistency that I need to, to continue with is, is literally the only thing that is required. I need to literally just keep speaking my message and I need to keep showing up when I have an opportunity to, to, to make the impact on the masculine men that I need to make. There we go. And if there were one or two people you can meet right now, and it could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals, towards this vision that you have, who would that person be and how would they do it? Yeah. So I'm going to be working directly with Donald Trump. That's someone that that's not something that I inspire to meet. Like I'm going to meet him. We're going to work together. Um, we, we share the same vision. We, we want to save our great country together. Um, and we're aligned. We both talk to God. So that's someone that I'm definitely going to be working with. And um, I can't wait to help him get elected as well. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. All righty. We're going to skip the thriving three because um, honestly, they're a little bit of the softball questions. And we're going to move okay. on to our kind of final series. Are there any limiting beliefs for you that continue to pop up in your life? Or has God walk your God walking practice kind of gotten rid of all of them? Yeah. So I'm massively connected with my wife at, at many different levels and just, just, just being married to her. Mm -hmm. um, we actually share a technique or she has a technique that has been given directly uh, from God to her to where when there's a limiting belief or what we call a negative program that hits my mindset, um, she clears it spiritually to where I have no limiting beliefs. Um, as of right now, because we just did clearing this morning, as the day goes and limiting beliefs start to catch, like they get cleared immediately. So I have no limiting beliefs. Mm. And so that clearing process, is it addressing specific limiting beliefs? Is it just a process that wipes them all out? How does that work? Yeah, it's, it's as they come in, it's a specific process that actually just eradicates them. They don't come back. There we go. I love it. And we got one last question for you. 
And that's going to be all we got for the show. And I want to frame this next question. Alex Hormozzi, do you know who that is? I do. Great guy. He's a boss. Mm -hmm. And one of his like reels, he said that the difference between manipulation and help is intent. And I think his point here is that you're influencing people in both situations, but manipulation is about getting somebody to do something that you want them to do, while help is about seeking to understand what somebody else wants and then helping them get there. Now, there's a common saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I actually found Mm -hmm. out from Dr. Alan Laika, who was a guest on the show, that you can get a horse to drink. You just have to salt its oats. Now, (laughs) I want you to think of a person with a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help, not willing to accept change, but they hate their life. How do we create an environment to salt their oats and help them change their life? Yeah. So the focus, or at least my focus for that person is not going to be with them. And here's the reason why. This is what I found that's very, very abundantly true. If someone's not willing to make a change, they're not going to accept anything that's going to allow them to change. Mm -hmm. They have to make the decision in their own mind that what they have is not okay currently, and they want to change. So I know that's not like the answer that that most people would would give you, but that's the one that I'm going to give you. Like if someone's not willing to change, I'm not going to make them change. They can stay right where they're at. But the second that someone wants to change, then I can show them exactly how to do that. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. What would you say if I were to come back and be like, when there are people who are, um, they have a fixed mindset, they're not willing to accept help or change, but they hate their life. They want help, but they're living in fear and too afraid to cry out for it. Like identifying and talking to that person, what would you do? Well, that was kind of a loaded question. There was a bunch of different scenarios that you threw at me there. Um, I kind of have to go back to my same answer. Like Mm -hmm. if they're willing to accept help, then, then, then I can guide them on, on what help they need to, to change their situation, but they have to be open for the help because even if you have everything at your disposal and you're not willing to accept it, you won't change. Like, Take the homeless person, for example, that homeless person, I'm sure had some circumstances that weren't cool, you know, that weren't exciting, but they're, they're playing victim. They live in the, you know, these homeless people I'm talking about, they live in the United States of America. We have freedom. They're able to build something. They're able to get a job. They're able to do all the things that we do to be able to live in abundance. It's their choice that they made to be on the streets. It's their choice to do all those things. If they're not willing to, to do what it takes to, to change a situation, no one can help them. Yeah. If they're not willing to ask God for help, God's, God's probably not going to help them. I'm not going to speak for God, but I do know that, you know, when I ask God for help, he gives me help. He doesn't just give me help when I don't ask him all the time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm so connected. Like I do get help now because I'm, I'm massively connected to God, but there's a lot of times to where, when I'm asking for it, he gives it to me every single time. And I'm sure there's a lot of times where I could have even asked for help sooner from God. And, and, and I didn't, and I could have, it could have been a lot easier if I would have just listened and asked and listened a lot sooner than when I did. That's the problem that we have is people that are, that are in these situations. They're just not willing and not open. Yeah. That's their own problem. Sorry to say that. I'm actually not sorry to say that. Let me retract that. I'm not sorry to say that. I'm just saying it like, It's unfortunate for them that they're making the decisions that they're making. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. Ultimately, you can't 
make that horse drink, you can just entice them. And if they don't want to drink and they want to sit there and die from dehydration. Yeah. That's just what's going to happen. That's right. Awesome. Well, Daniel, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? I just want to make sure the alpha man that's looking for answers, they download the Godwalk app. This is about impact. This is about changing people's lives. This is about changing and finding those men that need to be a part of God's army so they can make a change. So download the Godwalk app. If you're a man and you're listening to this and you want change in your life in any of the areas in, in, in your money, in your body, in your relationships, like download the Godwalk app and, and get the answers from the source, the creator, the one that knows everything. There we go. Well, awesome. Daniel, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Daniel had to say, make sure to download the Godwalk app. All the links to find Daniel online and find that app will be down in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.